Yo, 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 what is up? We are back. It's another episode, Hoops and Brews. This episode, uh, what is this, 256, I think it is. The live version is blocking the thing, so I can't exactly see, but I think it's episode 256 of Hoops and Brews. Um, Joe, how you feeling, bro? I'm solid, man. I'm feeling real good. I'm excited to talk about the couple of uh, the Northwest, right? Or is it Southwest? Uh, Northwest. Northwest Division. Yeah, Northwest Division. Excited to talk about that. Uh, Draymond uh, and whatnot. We got the homie about to come on. Uh, season ticket Nuggets holder, uh, my homie for about we've been talking about since about like 2012. So let's get it. I'm excited. Facts. Um, uh, before we start, I do want to say this. I have a song called Everything to Me, um, coming out at 9 p.m. So like in like four hours, actually in like three hours thirty minutes. Uh, I think my time it is right. No, four. Uh, whatever. It's coming out in four hours. Make sure you go ahead and go uh to my Spotify page, to my Apple Music page, and go. Excuse me. Check out Everything to Me. Um, and if you came to my show, thank you. I appreciate it if you're watching this, and I hope you have fun. But you were speaking on the guest. Let's bring on your guest. This is uh, the homie Batch. Uh, what's up, bro? How you feeling? I'm good, bro. How you guys doing? I'm good, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Of course, yeah, man. Fun, bro. All right, so obviously the huge news this week. Uh, we, I guess we're a little late to it, but I guess we're not really late to it because it's going to be the news <laughs> for the next <laughs> I don't damn near the whole season. Draymond Green decided to go Mike Tyson. First of all, can we before we go into any analysis, can we talk about this punch? Me and talk about have had ever discussions on, on this punch for the past couple of days. That was one of the hardest. I haven't seen somebody get hit that hard in nah. at least in like five years, bro. Nah, he got he got he pool got dropped. He's stuck him, G. He, he got like, dropped, bro. I ain't seen nobody get hit that hard in years, bro. You ain't got to hit nobody that hard. Like, ain't nothing he could have did to justify that. Like, whenever we get the real story, it, I, I highly doubt whatever it was. He ain't that, – that ain't justifiable. The thing is, the crazy thing is on video, bro. So everywhere he go, bro, is like everybody like yeah, you got. That's the first thing people gonna think about. Like the first thing I'm gonna think about. If I ever see Pooh, I'm like, if I ever see a person, I'm like, bro. His whole life has changed forever. Everybody seen that shit. I I played high years competitive competitive basketball. I've seen, I did, I seen niggas get punched in practice, but ain't nothing never had looked like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that happen before. Never was that hard, G. Yeah, like I've seen people squabble people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wrestle a little bit, push mm-hmm. people, you know, getting people faces, even maybe a couple blows get thrown. See, boxers who get knocked out don't get hit that hard. Tyson <laughs> Fury didn't hit Deontay Wilder that hard, G. And it's G, it's Draymond Green. You're supposed to be the 10-year vet NBA champion. You walk around with your chest up high, like you so I'm standing and you set examples and you lead the way and all this. And he talked about his podcast, how he um because apparently Poole is known for having a, a big mouth. Like, you know, unbid, they get under people's skin. He's literally on his podcast. He said they were coming to him, um, telling him to tell Poole to relax. He told them, like, yo, if you can't control him, then you got to that's, that's on you. It's just that's a very like, disappointing move from Draymond. He got to be able to control himself. Dude. That's some uh, real bozo. Like, just unbelievable activity. Yeah, got to be able to control yourself. Draymond's definitely wrong for that, man. He needs to be punished. At, at least I say maybe a, a minimum three-week no suspension, no pay. I mean, I doubt they do all that, but. He needs to be something around that room. He needs to be yeah. in the room. He needs to be in the dark room thinking about this by himself. Or <laughs> thinking about how stupid it was and whatnot for a very long time. We don't need to uh, hear from him because that's just inexcusable. At the professional level, you just want a championship. You're Draymond Green. You can't be doing stuff like that. End of story. All right, well, I mean, obviously for like the Warriors, I mean, do you think this has a 
one huge impact on their season. Um, what do you think? How, I mean, you kind of spoke on it a little bit. How do you think they should handle this situation? Um, what do you think is next for Jordan Poole? What do you think is next for Draymond Green? I mean, obviously, I think the one thing that's kind of looming over this whole situation is money and contracts. Y'all know Draymond Green, uh, this would be his last year before his player option next year. Nobody ever really plays on a player option. Reason being is cause, just because it's too risky. Obviously, you, except, unless you're Kyrie, when, like you couldn't get no deals because everybody's like, we don't think you want to play basketball no more. Um, nobody ever plays like a one-year player option. Um, so this would be the year to extend Draymond Green. Obviously, the Warriors have $250 million tied up in Steph. Klay Thompson, who on the lowest of keys, has one of the top 10 worst contracts in, in um, basketball right now, to be honest with you. He's getting paid $190 million. <clears throat> Wiggins is getting paid one fifty. I think that's coming up as well. Poole got to get some money. And Draymond, they can't pay everybody. Yeah, Poole don't get one fifty. They can't pay everybody, and Draymond's max is larger than Poole's because of Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Draymond can get like two hundred million dollars. Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't think they want to give Draymond Green two hundred. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think you can rationalize. I think. I think for that team, Draymond would be worth the money. But you can't rationalize giving somebody two hundred million dollars and then looking at their stat sheet and seeing they had nine points, bro. You can't. Unless you really go bear and you went in defense play of the year every single year, and it's like, all right, okay, whatever. Other than that, it's very hard to rationalize giving somebody who yeah. in 10, 7, and 5, $200 million. Even though I do think for the Warriors, he is, if you know, Steph is right here, for what he's mentioning them, Draymond is right here, for what he's mentioning them throughout, throughout, throughout that whole run. But what do you think? How, how much do you think this affects the Warriors? Do you think it even matters? You know, obviously Shaq and Kobe hate each other. They won championships. Do you think it even really matters as far as long term, as far as winning? And what do you think happens to Draymond Green? I think it matters a lot. And I think suspending him three weeks or a month might not seem like it's that long, but you suspend him for that long and you see how the Warriors look within that time period and you kind of get a glimpse of the Warriors don't play for a whole, they don't, um, they suspend him for a whole month and they still ball and they say they come out like, I don't know, 13 and four without Draymond. I really think you might want to throw Draymond in the trade machine. If you can, um, I know it's a small size, 18, 14, 15 games, however it might be, if it's just a month. But I mean, you look, the Warriors are a veteran team and if they can, show you that they can win for the first month or so without him, I think you might have to throw him into the, th- to the trade machine and get this out the way. Um, long term, they should be all right. We'll see what they can – Draymond is still an asset. Um, defensive player of the year candidate every year. I think he was top three last year. Uh, he has won the award once. Um, I think he should have more than that. As big of a piece as Draymond is and all the intangibles, the one that he brings to that roster, I just thought you got to – it might be time. I know every um, – Dynasty comes to an end somehow, but the Warriors are still very talented. You wait on a couple guys to leave. You see what a Kaminga can look like in a, a four role. You pick up Jermichael Green, he's a four. You have uh, Wiggins, you might want to give him more of a playmaking responsibility. You got James Wiseman, um, who had a couple of really good preseason games. You see what they look like. You see what the team look, looks like without him. Uh, Poole just got dropped the, after getting knocked out. Poole dropped a smooth 25 on the Lakers a couple of nights ago in the preseason. So you well, just see what, saying that. <laughs> I was I was very surprised to see him perform that well. I don't know, maybe I'm reaching, but I don't know. <laughs> there before, like maybe we are overreacting a little bit to it. If you can come out there and still perform that way after this situation, even though it's just preseason, I think that speaks volume. But you just see what this team could look like for a month without Draymond. And there's everything is still they're still the Warriors. They're still a top three seed, top two seed. Uh Steph is looking like Steph and everything is flowing. I think you just might have to throw Draymond into the trade machine. And now I'm gonna say this. Um people don't think I'm thinking y'all make you mad, but I mean Throw him to the Lakers. I don't know what we're going to give y'all, but LeBron, AD, Draymond, best 
defensive. You gotta stop doing this, Joe. You gotta stop doing this, Joe. There's no possible way he can get to the Lakers. Like, everybody like, knows him. Unless, 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 unless he's unless unless like, unless like, unless like, like, Most people are not Trey Young. Most people have came out and said they know he damn near came out himself and said he wanted to be there. But I'm sorry, I just had to, it was in my mind. I had to see. But that's pretty much how I feel about the situation. I think you, um, you roll out there without him, and you see what the, what happens. And if you still look good, throw him in the trade machine. If not, I'm pretty sure they could also get over it. But that's how I feel about the situation. Batch, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, Joe. Um, one key for me is uh, Kaminga. We gotta we gotta because that that'll be the guy that ultimately replaced Draymond. We gotta we gotta see how uh, how he hoops. You know, so I think he, well he's gonna be in the starting lineup without Draymond. If Draymond doesn't play. Will I don't he think they're going to start Kaminga, really? I don't think they're going to start Kaminga. He started last week. He started, he started against the Lakers um, last game in the preseason. He did? So, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, he's still learning, but the key's him. Um, he, he makes Draymond expandable. So, if he, if, he can, if, he can, if he can hoop and if he can show that he's grown and learned, um, he makes Draymond expandable. And, they, you, know, you know, if he does that, they got to start looking for, you know, what they can get out there for Draymond um, and go from there. I don't think Kaminga makes Draymond expendable. You don't think so? I, 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 no, I, I, I think what Draymond brings to this team um, can't really be measured in just stats. Like even again, I've said this many times in this podcast. As much as Steph was going off in Game Four in the Finals, I still think Draymond made the biggest play of the game. That was the offensive rebound. I think it was the pass. <laughs> no, no, it, no. I, I've said this nah, many times. Hey, no, nah, that's true. That's I feel true. you, man. I feel you. No, nah, but like it's like it's it's like it's like G. Draymond may be terrible for forty six minutes, but those two minutes you need him to show up and do something, Draymond would do. Like and also we, and also we can't forget twenty sixteen. If they win that game, Draymond's final MVP. You said twenty sixteen. Oh, if they win that game, Draymond's final MVP. Game seven. Game seven. If they win. Team yes. Yes. MVP. If they. G, he, G, he had 32, 15, and 7. That was the fakest 32, 15, and 7 game. He had it, though. He had it, though. <laughs> he had it, though. So, so, so but look, but look. Game look, five, look, look. he still gets that? Right, listen, please. listen, listen. I, I just, I, I just, I think Draymond's one of the more um, unique players that we've seen in this league. You can find you another Jordan Poole. I think Jordan Poole is from the Jamal Crawford tree. Now, obviously, Jamal Crawford played a very long time. Jamal Crawford scored 20,000 points in the um, NBA. I'm just saying, I think that you could find, I think you could find another one. All that. Excuse me, being said, I do think this is probably the beginning of the end with Draymond with the Warriors for all the reasons I said earlier. You just cannot rationalize. You can't, you can't even like for instance, right? Clay, even if Clay never returns to being what Clay Thompson was, you can rationalize giving Clay a max deal. One, he's gonna sell jerseys, also the branding with you know the uh splash bros. Like you can you can you can rationalize all of this. And and also Drake Clay is exciting. If he go out there and hit 10 threes in the game, that's exciting. That sells teeth. That 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 uh sells seats. Draymond Green is not putting nobody in the seats. There's very few people that's coming to the game and watch Draymond Green play basketball. <laughs> I might come to the game and watch Draymond Green play basketball. Yeah. I like people play defense. I'm a you know basketball nerd. But most people who cut on the Warriors are not there to watch Draymond Green play basketball. <laughs> Jordan Poole will put people in the seats. He hit a couple half court shots. I want to go see that. So, I just think that what I I I I think on I think on the court he's valuable, but I just don't think that you can sell to the fan base, giving him as much money as he will probably command um, there. And I don't think he'll take a pay cut. I don't think Poole would take a pay cut. Um, and I don't think Poole should take. I don't I don't think either one of them should look 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 to take a pay cut. It's not my job to. It, that's y'all job to figure out how to get everybody the uh, right money. It's not my job to figure it out for y'all. That's y'all job. 
So, yes, I do think that this could be the beginning of the end. And actually, as we move on, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Bash, you are a Denver Nuggets season ticket holder. Yes, sir. I did see a trade that I think it was uh, JP Maples on Twitter put up. I see some. I seen that. Now, 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 now. Give me that next Denver Nuggets season preview. I have the trade. Let's say you want to trade Draymond Green. And I, and no, I, because you better not say PJ. <laughs> no, 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 no. Draymond Green. Draymond Green, a second, the second round pick from the Hornets in 2025 mm-hmm. for Aaron Gordon and my bad. For Aaron Gordon and and uh Capazzo. We don't got Capazzo. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't got pause no more? No, it's actually uh, Mavericks about to sign him. I just seen him like 20 minutes ago. Mavis, okay, Mavis for, Aaron Gordon <laughs> and, for Aaron Gordon and pick somebody because y'all have Monte Moore just trade. Uh, I mean, Kapazo's Kapazo, 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 salary. You got Ish Smith, so they would have to take Ish Smith back. If, if, I don't even. You, I, I don't even. Back. <laughs> I, I, no, wait. No, look. I actually, I don't even know. I think you could honestly do Aaron Gordon. You might be able to do a straight up reason because they have, I think, a $9 million trade. Exception. Yeah, we, we, got, we got the exception. We got an eight million exception. You're right. You, you got the yeah. exception. So we could, yeah, we could fit. Aaron I think Gordon they, in. I think they have actually like two exceptions. Actually, I think they have like three of them. I think it's like one for two million, and then one for eight. That was uh Monte Morris and mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon. I think seventeen. I think Draymond is at twenty four or it's like twenty six or something like that. Twenty five, I think. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you could actually make it work almost straight up. You could. You could. And here's my thing. With the, here's my thing with the with the with the um with them with the Denver Nuggets. Right. I think they can be. <clears throat> Most of the teams in the West. I even think if they played the Clippers, I like their chances against the Clippers because we match up. We match up the Clippers well. They match up well, and I still don't think the Clippers have an answer for Jokic. I don't think Zubac is an answer for Jokic. And if you go small against Jokic, they don't have the. They don't. I don't think they have the ability to run high screen and roll enough and punish them the way that the Warriors could with Steph. Like obviously, right. you put exactly. Jokic in space against Steph up there. It's like, what do you really? And I mean, you even saw Jordan. They had he he. Jordan Poole is going to walk in and play the compilation from that series, and that's going to be why he get all that money. He's going to yeah. walk in and play the compilation from that series, and that's going to be why he created generation of wealth in. created generation of wealth in. Uh, hey, you, you got to remember that series, though. Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole started. Seth Curry's coming he started. Jordan Poole, Jordan, Poole, Poole's play, Jordan Poole started was playing with the bench. I mean, with the starters, like the Warriors starters. So Jordan Poole looked really good playing with the starters that series um, while Steph was coming off the bench, which was kind of like, okay, then now you have Steph coming off the bench. When Jordan Poole would come go up and play with the bench unit, Jordan Poole didn't really look good with the bench unit. But when he played with the starters, he looked really, really good. And that's where he was scoring most of his points with that starting group. Because when they um bench when when they Jordan Poole went back to the bench, what game was it game five, game four, game five? Yeah. Um he was he was normal. So <laughs> he wasn't he, 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 he wasn't scoring 30 like he was the first three or four games. So and I think the main issue with the Nuggets throughout these years, and the reason why I think it's holding them back from probably from probably being a championship team is I don't think I think with as good as as Jokic as as all time good as Jokic is offensively, I just think what he lacks on defense. You have to put a I mean a supreme elite I could possibly win defense player of the year person next to him at the four mm-hmm. spot. I think you need to upgrade over Aaron Gordon. That's the only thing I think every year that is probably holding the Denver Nuggets back. I think it's defense and the fact that you need to upgrade over Aaron Gordon somehow. So my my my, my argument to that is. The, the things Aaron Gordon can bring that that does with the Nuggets that Draymond can't do. Um, and you got if you think about what if you think about what three years ago when when the first year of Jokic and the Nuggets went to the playoffs they played um 
the first series they played was a set. It was the Spurs. Spurs. Took them Spurs. Game, yes, game yeah, seven. Yeah, we won game seven. We went to we went to game seven against the Blazers. We lost that one. I think we should have won that one. We was up seventeen, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> but um, we had Paul Millsaps out for it, and Paul Millsaps was really really great defender. Um, we were one game away from going to Western Conference Finals that year. Um, next year it goes to the bubble. We we went to Western Conference Finals with Paul Millsaps before. Paul Millsaps, I'm um, Aaron Gordon's a huge upgrade over Paul Millsaps in my opinion. Um, this is the thing Aaron Gordon can do. He can you you can't leave him open. You don't. I mean, he's not a a lead three point shooter. He shoots 36 percent. So you can you can leave him open. But if you, you leave him open, you can't leave him open. Is strong. That's what I'm saying. So if he's in the corner, like, and and he's open, I want Aaron Gordon to shoot that shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, was, I I still want him to shoot that shot. And Aaron Gordon with that Jokic pick and roll that Aaron Gordon does with um that creates that vertical spacing. And Aaron Gordon, I mean, they they got chess where Aaron Gordon pops to you, and I'm I'm comfortable with Aaron Gordon taking that Y'all shot. Hell of a lob threat, of course. He's a hell of a lob threat. And Aaron Gordon, you could throw the ball to him in the post and he can create he can create a shot for himself and he get a bucket. Um so I just think and, and Aaron Gordon is a is a great for what we'll need, he's a great, I think he's a great body for us against Luca, against like the Kawhis, the Paul George, he'll be great for us. Yeah, he did it. He yeah, we 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 also gotta talk about the fucking bubble run when fucking Kawhi was disappearing because Aaron was 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 doing a damn number on that man. We also gotta talk about that shit too. That that was that was Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. And Aaron Gordon to me is better than Jeremy Grant, too. Um, for what the Nuggets do, Aaron Gordon, I think, perfect for what the Nuggets do. Better than Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant wasn't a, a, a terrific – he wasn't a rebounder. Um, Aaron, Gordon's a, Aaron Gordon's a really good rebounder. But um, I just think what Aaron Gordon can do offensively, he can he, – Jeremy's obviously a better defender, but I think he can do – he can do – he can – for what we knew, I, he, can, he, can, he can do that defensively for the Nuggets on the perimeter. Now, here is the one thing that um, I will give you credit for, and I will even, even you know, why I think why I think you need to at least see this Nuggets team hopefully healthy um, as they are this year. Well, as they as we assume that they will be this year. For one, I do think everybody obviously was asked to do entirely too much last year because you're exactly. missing Michael Jr. and you are missing exactly. Jamal Murray. You're missing basically 40 points a game. Jamal Murray is at 20. You think if Michael Porter Jr. is healthy, he's at 22. You're, you're missing 40 points basically per game. So everybody is happy to do more. I also love the upgrade of adding KCP. Um, mm-hmm. KCP is, you know, I don't want to say a knockdown shooter, but he's a good shooter. He's also a really good um, 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 perimeter shooter. Yeah, he's a good um, – for Jokic, too, he's a good He's a good He's a good cutter. Um, plays all good ball. Ball. He's, 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 he's good all that stuff. So. We're talking about the Jordan Poole thing. I think Bones Highland has the potential to be a Jordan Poole like type of guy off the bench. I think he's mm-hmm. another guy who has to come in and be electric. Another one of the uh, you know, um Jamal Crawford type school of people. Um, so I would love to see this Nuggets roster as it is. I just think that they and, and again, I think they can beat everybody else, but I just think them beating the Warriors strictly yeah. because of what Steph can do to Jokic. They can put Jokic in the high screen and roll. What Poole can do, I think, is just too much for Jokic to do. Even though I do think Jokic has stepped up defensively after losing some weight, I think he is better than what he used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the thing, yeah, I, go ahead. The thing, the thing about Jokic, um, he's not. He's obviously he's he's not going to anchor a defense. Um, that's sure. not what he does. Um, he's a, he's a good team def- defender. So if everybody on the team does their job, that's when Jokic he's not he's not he's not going to look like a bad defender. Um, but what we did, we added what you like you said, we added KCP. We match up, I think we match up pretty well with everybody but the Warriors. Um, but to offset that, we did we did get KCP. We got Bruce Brown, who's a hell of a defender. I was I was um I was at um Ball Arena yesterday, they're playing the Suns. 
he was giving Devin Booker work, bro. Like he, Devin Booker shot five for seventeen, and he was he was just hounding him. He's an excellent defender. So we we can put lineups against the Warriors. We can put lineups like um, Jamal Murray, KCP, Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon, and Jokic out there. Um, we can put lineups like out there to ca- offset their their guard play. So um, we would have to see how that looked. But we we did upgrade uh, our point attack defense. Um, we still got we still got we got Davon Reed, who's a pretty good defender. Uh, on the wing, so I mean, we we upgraded defensively from last year. Uh, Monte Monte's a great player. Will Barton, I like Will Barton. I like those those guys. I you know I vouch for them. It just they just could not guard. They just could not guard on ball. Um, and then when they when um, the Jokic pick and roll, they just couldn't recover. And Jokic had to was always on an island. So with Bruce Brown and um, KCP, um, Davon Reed, um, hopefully um, you know they can't. It'd be harder for them to score on just by just them just recovering easier. You know, then Monte and Will did so. Joe, what do you think about the Denver Nuggets this season? And um, what do you uh, think their potential is this year? I'm sorry, I mean, well, pretty much the Nuggets. Um, I think they should have high expectations going into the next season. If you look at last year, I was some numbers. Um, the, their biggest issue was when Jokic went to the bench. When Jokic went to the bench, they had like a negative ten net rating, and shit just went to hell. Uh, I'm pretty sure, but you're about to vouch for that. Team's probably going big runs once he went, went to the bench. And yep. this year, it wasn't really the management's fault last year. Obviously, it was injuries. And this year, you bring back uh, two second, uh, second and third best players, the MPJ and, and Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. And that just that helps a ton. Uh, so I think they should have championship or bus type uh, vibes in Denver. Um, hell of a team uh, from front to back. They also pretty much ever since Jokic became a first team All-NBA player, Nuggets have not really never been a defensive team. And to what Batch said, they went out this offseason and they corrected that. They grabbed one of my favorite ever Laker role players, probably a top 10 Laker role player for me, um, KCP. Like you said, you got Bruce Brown, who's played in a bunch of very big games over the past couple of years um, with the Nets. Uh, he's, he's been ahead of it, playing out the pick and roll um, with uh, Durant and whatnot. He's, he's seasoned for these moments. Him and KCP, two season wings that you need in this league that can spread, spread the floor and play make a little bit. Not KCP, but Brown. We've seen him work out the uh, pick and roll and come down and find shooters. And you, you do those things, and I think that you put yourself in position to compete. The Nuggets would be dangerous next season. They fix their holes. Uh, Jokic could possibly have another MVP season. Uh, like, if they do come out there, I think this team, if they stay healthy and Michael Porter Jr. gets his legs under him, Jamal Murray, I know they're going to come out there a little slow. Um, and probably Michael Porter Jr. too. The guys eventually get their legs under them, and Bones Highland takes that leap into that pool Anthony Simons level of play. This team could really be dangerous next year. So I got high expectations for the Nuggets. I think they should. I'll put them at least. 55 wins, uh, but I think they could maybe even get to 60. I'm not going to hold you. Uh, that's the ceiling for them. Uh, somehow, for whatever reason, things don't work out. I don't think they should get anything less than – they won 48 last year on a on a, a roster that was obviously uh, shot at, like, I'm trying to uh, – a depleted roster is the word for it. So, this year, I expect the uh, sky's the limit. If they can get their chemistry going, the guys can get their legs back under them. This could be a very, very dangerous team. Uh, hungry Jokic. So, yeah, I'd say the ceiling is around 60 wins. Um, they should get around at least 55, though, depending on how everything – Plays out. I like the honest, system. Uh, they still got the atmosphere advantage and um, the altitude out there in Denver. They still play fast. It should be um, high expectations for Denver. But what's up? Now I was gonna say. Um, so um, the last time the Nuggets were obviously healthy when we had Jamal and everything, they made they made the Western Conference Finals in the bubble. Um, 2019, um, 2018-2019 season, they won 54. Next season, which is, they got the second seed, 2018-2019. The season after that, they got the third seed, and then the season after or the Jamal's last season that he played was the third seed as well. So I think I just think we the Nuggets have shown they they they've shown that they can be a top three seed already, you know? And I think then and I think our roster is even better. Um constructed this is this is probably the best roster that Jokic around Jokic for his skill set that we've ever had. 
Um, so it is a big season. Um, obviously, we got we got the health concerns of MPJ and Jamal. We got to see they're going to get eased into it, so they're not going to be playing back to back. They're going to be playing tons of minutes, so they're going to be on minutes restriction. But I think I think we can. Um, I could, I think we can definitely be a top three seed because I we've, we've shown it consistently healthy the last the last few years. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Malone also has his work cut out for him. Mike Malone, I know he's probably one of the best oh, coaches in the league. That, that, so he has his work cut out for him this year. Malone is going to have to really get down to a T with the rotations that are going to be this year. Because I think you might want to close lineups for you. You guys are going to be very interesting. Because if Michael Porter Jr. is not sliding his feet up there, you might want to close with Bruce Brown instead of him. Oh, no, I, uh, I totally agree. Different but, things but, like that. Mm-hmm. Well, me, me personally, Malone got a he got a he got a microscope with me. Like he got a he got show me this year, man. He got he got. He's not, he's, he's, he's not a but I, I like Malone. He's he's always he's always he's, he, but he's always like we don't. He's the way he's the way he talks to media. It's like we don't have this type of player. We don't have this type of player. You got your players now, bro. Like this is he, he said he said he said beginning no, he, he said he said he said beginning training camp. He was like. Yeah, he got his players, bro. He got it. He said this. He's he specs a top fighter, and, he, and he's a defensive coach. He, he he got hired as a defensive coach. He got his players, so he's gonna be under microscope for me, man. Cause he he did a lot of talking, so we we gonna see. But um, we do have we do have different we do have line of flexibilities that he can put out. We can put an offensive lineup with with um per, Murray, Bones, MPJ, um, AG, Jokic. We can put a defensive lineup with MPJ out. You know, so we we have versatility this year. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with anything y'all saying. I mean, I've, I think I've, I think last time Nuggets were healthy, I think I picked them to win the West actually. Yeah, that was, was a bubble. Thinking. That was a bubble. Yeah. I, I remember that episode. I watched yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, I think I nah, me, I think I, I think I, yeah, I, 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 no, I remember saying that. Yeah, I think the Lakers have the quote unquote best team, but I thought the Nuggets would be a team that. Could yeah, I remember, I remember, the, I remember that episode. You you picked us against the Clippers, so. Yeah, like I thought. <laughs> uh, come on, with the West. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. I think they should have high uh, uh, expectations. I think, I mean, obviously, Jokic is, is at this point in time. We were talking about offensive centers. Top three player in the league right now, without a doubt. Like, like I like. No, I'm talking about all time. I'm talking. About, we talk about offense. Oh, I mean, time. obviously, like Shaq has to be up there. Will Chamberlain. After Green. that, Kareem Green. has to be up there. Kareem. After, but he's in that same realm of guys. Like when you talk about all time great offensive talents at the um. Center position. Like I said, my only thing of worry, my only, only thing of worry is the four spot. I just think that with Jokic, like in order to win with Jokic, and, 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 and I, don't, I don't think, again, you said it was a great team defender. No, not great, but a good team defender. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I do think he can still be taken advantage of. So, like, if you look at a thing, I still think you, he can be taken advantage of. And I, I agree. Granted, I agree. So I just think that sometimes when you have a player like that, you need an all-world level of a talent next to him who does the opposite thing. And granted, like I said, Aaron Gordon, I think Aaron Gordon is a guy who maybe could be second-team on defense. We have to see it. Obviously, last year was not the year to judge anybody with the Nuggets because everybody was playing one spot mm-hmm. too high up. Yep. Aaron Gordon averaged 15 points this year. Yeah, he was like, our, our, our second-leading scorer with 15. Literally, second-leading <laughs> This year, I expect Aaron Gordon to average 11. So, like, yeah. 11. So, I – Expect him to have more energy for other parts of the uh, for other parts of the game. I want to say even Jokic. I think you know, yes, Jokic can average you know twenty seven, whatever, and whatever. But I think peak Jokic is like 23, 15, and eight. No, I, I agree because 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 especially MPJ on the roster, he, he puts out every yeah, like, yeah, like, I think, he, he puts out every shot that touches him. But um, yeah, like yeah, like I think peak, <laughs> like, I, I think peak Jokic is even like a little bit down more. That, that's what. So I think everybody had to do a little bit too much. So I wish mm-hmm. I, I would like to see. Hopefully, hopefully we get a full healthy year of the Denver Nuggets and mm-hmm. actually see what they can become. But like I said, I don't think there's any team out there. I look at like, damn, 
y'all can't beat them outside of maybe the Warriors. And even the Warriors, it's still because even if you go back and look at that series, it but wasn't like they just got creased nah, every game. No, nah, the game after games two, games three, four, and five, the, were, um, the Nuggets were up. The Nuggets were up in games three and five. The Nuggets were up ten going in the fourth quarter. It was a close. It was a close series after three, four, and five. It was close games every game. The first okay, two games, yeah, the, the first two, the first two games, they came out and jumped us, but three, four, five, it was, it was a close, it was a close, close game every game. So it was like, what hurt us, I think, is what Steph Curry come off the bench. You, Steph Curry is playing against the bench unit <laughs> every game. Yeah, bro. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that shit, I that think it's that rating. That series was crazy. <laughs> I think it's that rating was crazy. And also, and also, and also again, you had, you had like, like Monte Morris had to be like a primary scorer at one point. Like it's like you had yeah. guys doing things that like, like. You, like I think, and also Will Barton was hurt as Will Barton has been hurt at a lot of moments. Um, <laughs> his, his, I, I love Will Barton. His body's fell in the last couple of years because Will Barton was a good was a good defender, but his he just don't got the athleticism anymore, man. His, his body his body's failing him, so that's why the upgrade at KCP was needed for sure. So so um, I'm with Joe. I think my win prediction would probably be about 55. I think again, if they were going to be healthy from day one, I could say that they could win the West, but. I don't think, you know, obviously, like I said, they're going to ease Murray into it. They're going to yeah. ease Porter into it also. I just don't even know if a healthy Michael Porter season is something that we will actually see. Like a full <laughs> healthy Michael Porter hey, season. Michael, well, he was healthy for two years in a row, bro. Two years. Like, he, he missed his first year. He was healthy for two years in a row. Four, and he, he didn't miss any games. He missed um, – the only games he missed it was, was due to COVID. He didn't miss any games. Last right, year right, right. Last year, the first time – that's why they gave him that contract. They never, we haven't seen – no one's endeavor seen signs of Michael Porter getting hurt. So that's why he got the contract. Then last season, he went down after nine games. And he, and he actually said he was hurt the, the whole time during preseason. Didn't say nothing to nobody. And he got it. He, he made it work. So, um, so yeah. So, but he's he, he shown us he played healthy the whole year. Like, and, and he said in, he said in um, his uh, media day that um, they asked him that coaches want you to rest games. He's like, Nah, if I'm healthy to play, I'm gonna play. So he said he wants to play all 82. So we'll see. <laughs> hey, hey, well, hey, 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 look, hey, look, we'll see. I think we can um leave it there for the for the Denver Nuggets. Um, next I want to talk about a team who basically is uh the Victor Wambiana sweepstakes. Who's <laughs> <laughs> gonna do some generational tanking uh, this season? Um, obviously we are in a post Rudy Gobert, post Donovan Mitchell era uh for the utah jazz now i think they tried to make it work as well as they possibly could and obviously the COVID thing kicked it off um also i just don't think that they ever like you had an all-world defender and then you had nobody else who could make an all defensive team do you know how bad you have to be defensively to have somebody <laughs> who can four defensive player of the year awards and nobody else on the team can make a single all defense anything or not even be considered yeah, that's 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 crazy. You have to be bad. So I think that the Jazz were a team kind of caught in between. Um, <clears throat> I think that they should have been a defensive team, and they saw what Donovan Mitchell did and was like, all right, let's go get more offense. It was like, whoa, 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 whoa. The generational talent you have is the defender. Yeah, like, that's what that's what that's what they messed up. Is I actually because like, they, the, they beat the they beat they beat the Thunder playing defense that year, and then they went they went offense after that. It was like, oh yeah, we need oh, <laughs> Donovan to score twenty. We need more offense. Come on, give me more. Yeah, offense. yeah. Whoa, 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 Donovan Mitchell is not the generational talent that you have here. I rock with John. I rock with Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, but Rudy Gobert yeah. is winning four five defense player of the year awards. You should be looking at what the Pistons did and be like, let's try this. Mm-hmm. 
But now they're in a post uh, them era. They did get Colin Sexton, but obviously this is the Victor Wambiana sweepstakes. And basically the when are they going to trade Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, uh, and every asset that they have on the team. When are they going to trade uh, all these assets? But I do want to talk about one guy, Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton was a guy who um, when he came into the league, I was angry with him because I was, remember watching Kyrie. Uh, and they traded that man for Kyrie. Well, he was a pick that he, he was the pick that he mm -hmm. was what they he was one of the picks that they were the pick the main pick that they got when they traded um Kyrie and he was kind of uh um uh, broadcasting me as a point guard and I felt like I think it was he would go games with like I remember I used to tweet the Colin says and get more than two. Um, um, two assist challenge, yeah, challenge. <laughs> get more than uh, yeah, two, two assist challenge. Um, but once I really accepted that his game was really come in, I'm gonna light it up. Like to me, he's like the next Lou Will, the next Lou Will, or like those type of guys. Um, I actually don't think he will. I think his stat line next year will actually look a lot similar to what Donovan Mitchell was doing when he was with the Jazz, as long as Colin Sexton is healthy. And I think that for the Jazz, you just want to see growth from Colin Sexton. You know, I think Jared Vanderbilt is like actually a great piece to um a, 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 Wait, lot, of, a, lot, of, a, a lot of teams love Jared Vanderbilt. He would he'd be great a lot of teams, bro. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think I think I think Vanderbilt is actually a good piece for the uh future. And I think for this team, you as at to me, I think as long as you can see growth out of those two guys, um, I think mm -hmm. growth out of growth out of those two guys, excuse me, trade everybody and lose a lot of games and try very hard to get Victor Wambiana. I think that you have had a very successful season if you could do that. Also, they got uh in 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 the trade they got uh I can't even pronounce his name the guy from Kansas that they that they traded from Cleveland um the, uh, the rookie the rookie Walker yes. oh, no 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 Kessel Walker uh, oh um yeah old old Oche 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 yeah 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 Oche yeah he's like six six five two fifteen he's he's the wing He's a, he's a wing. He plays deep, he plays three and deep. He plays he plays defense. Can shoot the three. Really athletic. Yeah. So I mean, go you ahead. think Texan is going to be north of twenty? Like north of what? Twenty two points. He's going to be. He's going to shoot the ball. Bro, he 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 averaged twenty four. He averaged twenty four last. I mean, he averaged twenty four in how many games? Colin, Colin, no, Colin, no. But the last time he played a full season, I think he played like sixty five or something like that. Colin was like twenty four points, forty eight percent shooting, forty seven percent three. Yeah, forty four exactly. Colin be balling. <laughs> Four and six. That's that's the part. All right, I was asleep. He did it officially too. <laughs> the thing in Cleveland was, I just thought that I well, I thought honestly it could have. Once I saw Evan Mobley and Jared Allen back there, and I was like, "Yo, you got those two small guards, but you got trees up top." I was like, "Well, those two small those guards in the backcourt can actually work." But also, once you saw um, Darius Garland's. Um, elevation kind of happened same time when Colin Sexton went out. Maybe it would have happened regardless, but it did kind of happen the same time Colin Sexton went out. Also, when you can get a deal for a guy like Donovan Mitchell, even from a branding perspective, if you're the Cleveland Cavaliers, you have to take that deal. Mm -hmm. But I honestly think, like, if you would have put Colin back on this roster, they probably would have done some of the same damn things that, that, that they're going to do this year. Instead of somebody, or just Adam? No, 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 no. Like if if, 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 if he, like he, he said, if he had like, yeah, like if, if he just, if he just did calling a section trade, they would have had done done some of the same. The Cavs probably could have done some of the same exact things that I expect them to do this year with Donovan Mitchell. Even though I think Donovan Mitchell is oh. a better player and also just a much bigger name, and Cleveland needs a fucking name because they haven't had a name that wasn't LeBron James since LeBron James left. Really, they haven't had too many names outside of LeBron James. And Kyrie. Of, yeah, Kyrie, out of the past 30 years for the most part. 
So it's time to kind of get away from that. So I understand why they um did what they did. But yeah, Colin gonna come out. I, I like I think Colin might come out here and average 26 points next year, 26, 27 points next year. 26? If he's healthy, hey, but did who you else? see? Oh. Did, did you see? Oh, so that in the preseason games, they have called Sexton come off the bench. I can understand why because I think <laughs> they, got, they got, they got, yeah, they got called Sexton come off the bench. So I can get why because again, I do think Colin Sexton's probably best role in the future will be as like a little yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that he's, I think that. I uh, think that he's a guy who's probably better serving like a six man. Yo, you come in the game and you only worry about firing this shit up. And also, we, let's let's be real about the Jazz. The Jazz are trying to feature some of their guys. So, so they that get traded. Thing, like, <laughs> yo, Clarkson, we want this guy. Conley, we want this guy. They're trying mm-hmm. to feature some of their guys. That's why they're running their guys out there like that. But what do you all think about the Jazz? Um, what is the definition <clears> of <throat> Uh, success for the Jazz, and is there anybody on the team that you're looking forward to seeing this year on the Jazz? That's fair. I'm really on the same boat as you, honestly. They got a really, couple really nice, intriguing young talents. Um, they picked up Horton Tucker. Uh, they added Stanley Johnson. Um, Vanderbilt, like he said, uh, defensive wing, who was all over the place, diving on the floor for loose balls in the passing lanes, uh, standing people up in the post. They have some very intriguing young talent to watch if you tune into a Jazz game. And they also just have those guys that are probably going to be shipped soon. So we'll see how, how long the Bees, Malik Beasley, Mike Conley, Clark, how long these guys last on the roster. But obviously, no high expectations for this team. They will be in the Wimbanyana sweepstakes. Um, uh, Nico Alexander Walker from the Pelicans. He's going to come in there. He's going to hoist some shots up. It's going to be a tank fest. It's going to be one of those eight. They're going to be part of the, what I, I like to call the bad teams. <laughs> Watch the AU game is very that's similar. That's going to be worth the AU circuit, bro. Yeah. That's going to be very similar to the AU game. It goes 140 to 130 LA games. Fitness. Lifetime fitness. Lifetime fitness, man. Lifetime, but this, those games are very similar to those games, so that's why I call it that. But um, they have a couple um, of nice young prospects outside of that. Yeah, they, they're in the sweepstakes. We'll, we'll see if they end up getting them. Uh, the win by Yana, see how hard they go for these tanking. Let's see what they get back. They might even uh, get rid of, of Vanderbilt first and foremost draft. Um, for a draft pick or so. We'll see how this year goes. Danny Ainge is probably he, – he's very known. He, he got a haul back in picks for Gobert. Uh, he got a decent haul back for Donovan Mitchell as well. Uh, he's known for uh, getting rid of guy. He traded uh, Paul Pierce and all those guys to the Brooklyn for that haul of picks that they got to end up being Jalen Brown and Tatum. He's, he has a history doing something like this, so I'm pretty sure he'll get rid of these guys real soon and probably get more draft, haul in more and more. And, yeah, they'll just – they'll be probably a bottom four team in the West, probably win about – 20-some games. Oh, they're not and, winning 20 and, games. Or all right, 15, <laughs> hey, 15 um, to 20 games, 15 to 20 games, and then uh, pray for pray for the lottery ball. So so my my thing, my thing with the Jazz, they gotta trade their players quick because I think I think I think I, they got they got they got some good players. I think so if they if they're on a roster for like even for a couple months, I think it could take them out to the um, the, the Victor sweep take because they got they got oh no, all the take you think so? I can agree with that. Because it's one 15 game losing streak, and you're right there with the, uh, not, with the no, 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 that's gonna be teams. They're just gonna start losing. So I think the Jazz should have either 
trade the players now or like arrest them, sit them out. Like some because because yeah, because you guys I I feel like with them, they don't if they really want Victor, they shouldn't start out, they should start out the season playing those guys. They should they need to start the season like really tanking. Cause there's gonna be teams really tanking. And like I said, you guys know because I, I I know because we lost out on LeBron James off of one game, so I know from two thousand three. So I know. So they got they got they, we the we won the last we won we won the second to last game. So and, the only and, thing I would say <laughs> is lottery odds were different back then. Remember, like that's the worst team had a twenty five percent chance of getting that's number true. one pick. I think they lessened it to like it's like eighteen percent now, something like that. Yeah, that's true. I agree with I, I agree with that. I agree, but we could have got we could have got a number one pick if we lost one, one one or two more games. That's all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> But they should they should just start the game ten, and that's my opinion with the Jazz. But I do think they have to feature some of their players though, because I think teams like Clarkson. I think you can get what you go get for Clarkson. I think Conley is a guy you kind of got to feature, because I feel like after you know like the last couple of postseasons, Conley has been a little bit hurt. I know last year he was a little bit hurt. People might wonder how much yeah. does Conley have to he even got, offer? Like, like how much does Conley? Yeah, like how much does Mike Conley have to offer to a winning team mm -hmm. um, that's trying to compete uh, at this point? And also. <laughs> Where are some places that you would like to see some of the jazz pieces end up? Um, someone like Carter would be good in Phoenix. Um, I know Suns fans want him, been wanting him. <laughs> um, Carson would be very good in Phoenix. Phoenix, they need another, they need another score. So that that Carson would be really good in Phoenix. They still got their, they still got a draft pick. They got all their draft picks going forward too. So they can, I think they can make that move. Um, if they, if they, if you know, if they, if they, if they want to. Um. Conley's a little bit tough because of that contract. <laughs> what's his? What's his? I mean, you're just looking at one. I think yeah. I think yeah. This year and next year. Twenty-two million dollars. I think yeah. This year and next year too. So he got this year and next year. I think so, right? In the John Wall treatment. Remember, uh, Rockets just cut him out. They might want to do that. That's that's what I think he got. Is getting. Uh, what's his deal right now, Conley? Yeah, he got two years left. Yeah, and so, it's not a player option. He just like signed it. Yeah, so that that's that's Carl's gonna be a little tough on getting, you know. Yes, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, hello, wait, Mike, shout out, shout out, Mike Conley. <laughs> Mike Conley has to be added to the all-time finesse team. Can y'all guess how much? No, look, guess how much Mike Conley has made throughout his NBA career. So far. I'm, I'm looking at it right now, two hundred forty-nine million dollars. Bro, Woo! bro, he has to be on. Mike Conley is sleeping well. The Conley needs to teach a class. Mike Conley needs to teach a class. He has to be added to the all-time finesse for making two hundred and forty million over the course of his NBA career and making one All-Star appearance. Especially for Mister Underrated. Especially, especially the last contract he signed two years ago, bro. Like fucking, they they're paying him thirty million dollars, probably thirty-five million dollars last season. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I don't, yeah, I'm looking. But, I don't but, know. But my, my, he's tough to kind of figure out where, where, where to go because of that contract. I mean, I just don't know what team, what contenders are taking or have money to take that contract on right now. So that's just, there's no contenders have money. Like, and then yeah, if you, looking. I don't know and where he, where and he then can if, if, if you trade for him, you got to obviously give up assets, important assets to even make the contract work. So. Yeah, I'm looking for him. I don't know where. Yeah, Conley might be stuck. Clarkson, like I said, Clarkson Clarkson will probably be out. Maybe a team might want Kelly Olenek. You know, Kelly Olenek might, you know, end up being out of there. I, I, I think I think a few teams will like, will like Malik Beasley, too. I think he'll fit a few teams. He can shoot. I think if they get so thirsty, they might ship out Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Let's say the Pelicans start off good and they want to upgrade their defense. You might be able to get a first-round pick for Jerry Vanderbilt, as valuable as he is in today's NBA. I mean, the Pelicans, look at that would help them a lot. Maybe the um, – the, 
the Mavericks could really use a guy like a Maverick could even use Malik Beasley, another offensive option to take some pressure off Luka. There's a couple of these guys that are really, really they can really help a lot of teams. Uh, Memphis might want a Vanderbilt. It's you can the list kind of goes on and on. Uh, Sack might want some more scoring. They can think about Malik Beasley. Detroit maybe. Denver might want to get Vanderbilt. Yeah. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt be good in Portland. Vanderbilt would be good at Portland. Actually, speaking, speaking of speak, speaking of Portland, let's actually move on to the Portland Trailblazers. The Portland Trailblazers have uh, a slightly well, not I have a slightly upgraded um, um overhauled roster. Obviously, Dame coming back off injury, he had an uh, abdominal injury last year. Um, they drafted Shaden Sharp, who I really like. Um, they gave Anthony Simons a new deal. Obviously, Josh Hart is there from a trade from the um, CJ trade last year. Jeremy Grant is there. What do we think about the Portland Trailblazers? What do we think their potential is? Is this a playoff team? Baj, you go first. I think they're going to be in that, like, the ninth to 10th range, bro. Um, my thing is, my thing with Portland, I think it's just the same. I mean, they obviously got Jeremy Grant. He's another, he's another scoring option. But even the, the Portland Trailblazers team that went to West Coast Finals, they had, they had um, CJ and Dame was their backcourt. Their backcourt now is going to be Dame and Anthony. Anthony is not better than CJ than me, so. I think that's just redundant at that point, at that part because you think he can be though? Is he not capable? He, you don't he think can be. he can be? He's definitely, but right now, no. Like so then, but the issue he, with that is still defense, though. That's what I'm saying, and that's and that the was the whole problem. That, that's, that's, that's hard, nobody. And, and that's, that's why you come that. out and you announce. That's why you start drop hard at the three. That's why you pick up Gary Payton too. That's why you and, get a Jeremy Grant. Y'all talking about it is magic class on Kawhi, but Gary Payton too is gonna help him tremendously. That's, that's what I was going at because I'm like, if you, if you saw that oh, yeah. backcourt, they back is the same. It's the same problem they had. They had, they've been having the last few years. Is their backcourt can't guard guards, you know? Um, they can't guard nobody. So just, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not as high. I, I do love Charles Bills as a coach though. He's a hell of a coach. I, I think, I think with him is like, he can, he can coach that team. And if, if anything, but I think they're gonna be from the anywhere from that eight to, to ten, ten seed, bro. Like I, I think so. Because and if and plus if you look at the West. Who are they better than? Who are they? Who who are they, they better it's than? It's not why like, they're really definitely so, better than outside of the, the playing teams. You know, that's what I'm saying. The, like the smaller side, yeah. Like, are, are they are they gonna be better than the Kings, bro? Do you think they're gonna be better than the Kings? Uh, uh, I yes. think that depends on what Dame Lillard. It'll be close, man. If we get a, if Dame come out taking 34 games, then we could probably have this conversation. I think it depends on what Dame Lillard we get. Obviously, Dame Lillard is how old now? 32. 32, 30, yeah. The sad part about being 32, you ought to be a point guard, is the 30s are not kind to you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes point guards hit that 30-some range, and it ain't the same no more. So the 30s are not kind to you, and he's, and he's coming off an injury. I think it really depends on what Dame looks like. Are we going to get the Dame from two years ago, or are we going to get the Dame, or are we going to get a lesser version of that Dame? I think if we get the Dame for two years ago, I think they could be – Maybe sixth, maybe seventh. If but who the, if, who, the, who who are they gonna be over though? That's my question. I think I think they can maybe over the Mavericks, maybe the Lakers. Um, and this is like and this is like if 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 everything hits the right way, like if you know Jeremy Grant uh, mm-hmm. can continue to do what he's done the past couple of years. Shaden Sharp, I think I think Shaden Sharp is a wild card. I yeah, think they're actually high on him too. I'm high on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. I think that he's a guy that if he because he what went to college but didn't play. I think if he goes to college and plays, like he's a guy that might have got picked top three. But the fact that he did not play is the reason why he failed the way he failed. So I mean, he's he's he he looks like a guy who's a bona fide scorer, and he's also a guard that's not six two. 
think a lot of things even more outside of just the fact of they didn't have a good defensive back core, but that their back core was so small. Like you had two guys who were both like under 6'3 in your back mm-hmm. that probably mm-hmm. both, could, both could have been playing point guard. So when you look at them versus any back like but again, you play like, like like let's say you play against the Warriors, Steph CJ height. Yeah. Clay 6'7. Mm-hmm. Like you have pretty much the smallest backcourt against everybody you're probably going to play against. Now, granted, yes, you did add some wings. And also, I think that now Anthony Simons is, is interesting because I think Anthony Simons can ball, but and you just paid Anthony Simons. So I think they're probably gonna start him just because of the fact you just yeah. paid him 150 million dollars. Who's getting paid 150 dollars come off the bench? So you're probably gonna start him. But if I was the person, you I would go Dave Lillard, GP2, yeah. Josh Hart, Jeremy Grant, Grant, and, and then Nurkic. Nurkic. That's yeah. what I would personally do. I, I or, if you, or, or if you want to go big as shit, start um, start um, Dame. Josh uh, Hart. Hart. Josh Hart. Um, yeah. Um, Grant, Grant. And then Little. Little or yeah, Little and Grant. Whatever. Little and Grant and then Nurk. So, mm-hmm. um, but I do respect the uh, I, I, I do respect the attempt to at least, like, yeah, we've been saying Portland needs a wing for at least a decade. I do since since Nick Batum left, they've been needing a wing. Mm-hmm. So I do re- at least respect the the attempt to try to build something a little bit different with that roster. Like I think if you had Jeremy Grant there when you had CJ and you know like uh, Seth Curry there, I think this might be a different basketball team. But the issue then was you had Jeremy Grant. I mean not Jeremy, but you had Norman Powell, Dame Lillard, and you had uh, CJ. Bro, all them under six five. <laughs> Every single last one of them was under six <laughs> five. Norman Powell should be in your backcourt. Now you got him playing wing. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think win percentage is maybe 44-45 unless, uh, you know, Dave could come out in in between 42 to 45, unless Dave could come out there and have an all-world type season. Um, And then, yeah, Joe, did you speak about the Timberwolves? I haven't spoke about them. I'll speak real quick. Um, the Timberwolves, I mean, the the um, the Turbo used to be solid. I think I don't think Dame uh, will regress too much this year just because of where his game starts at. Um, he's um, you got to guard him from half court, and he's thirty two. When you got to be guarded from half court, that respect is different. You got a lot of space, so even if he is older, he still should be able to operate pretty easy. He can he has to be respected from as he um crosses that line. So I don't think his him regressing athletically will really affect him too much this year. So I expect him to have another huge year. I really, really, really like the Josh Hart uh, pickup, and they just announced that, that they're going to definitely start him at the three. Yeah. In like 14 games last year when they like, were pretty much thinking he averaged 19, 5, and 4 on like 60% true shooting. He can really play. Uh, he um, a heck of a three-point shoot. I think he's had 37% from three, and he's also like 60 or something, very high percent at the rim. He's a great transition finisher. He can get to the rim. He's more than just a spot-up guy. I like what they did. I really love the Jeremy Grant pickup and the Gary Payne 2 pickup. They still got Nurkic at the five. I think like I said Shaden Sharp is a wild card. We'll see what he can do, but I think they should be solid. They're going to be battling for that playing spot, but I don't. I won't sleep on them at all. I expect another All Star year from Damian Lillard. I don't expect him um, because of where he starts his game at. But like pretty much what y'all said, uh, they're not going to be too great, but they'll be a team that you can't uh, you can't go into. Like Portland is always a tough place to play. Growing up as a Laker fan, we always hated going. They always caught us slipping multiple times. They have lit the Lakers up there, lit everybody up in their home arena. One of the best home crowds out there in um, Portland. You've been there, right? Once, have you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been. Love, I yeah. love the arena. It's like uh, they go there to drink beer and also watch <laughs> basketball. Yeah, and they also cheer like a mug. They don't, they're not quiet. They, they will drunk. let you know. Oh. <laughs> That's fire. But yeah, Portland, I expect them to be one of those teams that can punch a lot of teams in the mouth this year. Nobody can. Uh, 
see Portland on their schedule and just expect the easy wins. Uh, they will go at you. They got the talent, like uh, Patricia said. Chauncey Billups has done a really good job coaching that team so far. We'll see where they can go with it. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. They made the, the proper up, um, proper upgrades to their defense. Obviously, everybody knows their defense, like you guys said, has not been great. Even those years when they were competing to get to the West Conference Finals, battling with Steph and the Warriors and those guys, battling with the Pelicans and whatnot. The defense was pretty much a big issue. They finally made some uh, steps in the improving that. So, shout out to them. We'll see where it takes them this year. But uh, Portland, yeah, they'll be, I'll, I'll say, probably like, mm, yeah, eighth, and somewhere between eighth, ninth, or tenth with about 44 to like 40 wins, somewhere like that, for the Portland Trail Brothers next season. Respectable. We can leave it at that. And another team that's in the one beyond the sweepstakes. Oh, my God, the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> Obviously, Chad Holmgren decided that he wanted to try to be tragic. Fuck- Fucking Ben Wallace, <laughs> man. Ben Wallace in a fucking game. Why, why you trying to block LeBron, bro? <laughs> like, bro, you like, bro, like, what are you doing? Let that let 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 LeBron win me the dunk, bro. That's what they fans can't see. Let LeBron win me, bro. Yeah, he blocked. He blocked. He blocked it because Braun was not trying that hard. Yeah, he's like, bro, this is the summer. I'm not gonna do this. Man, if if Chet wasn't one of the one of the bums, he would have got put in the rim. But Chet wasn't was, trying that hard. Would be one hell of a rim protector this year. But yeah, sad uh, for my man Chet. That was so, okay, my rookie year. Okay, see. Obviously, okay. First of all, over or under fifteen games. Are they winning over I'll or under fifteen games? I'm, 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 I'm gonna go over. over. I'm gonna go over. But you know, how, you know how hard it, you know how hard it is to win under twenty uh, to lose under like to like lose under twenty uh, to win under twenty games. It's oh, very hard. I, I know, but it's still hard to lose <laughs> under twenty. How hard they gonna try? <laughs> it is still hard to win under twenty if games. If Shake Gilders <laughs> Alexander had the injury Lamelo had right now, they would literally suggest surgery. <sighs> oh no, that that like I said, that already started because he's gonna be out. He's gonna be out like first that, the first he couple weeks. Out, he, he yeah, is out he, the first he, couple weeks. Why yeah, is he, he out? Ankle, um, right? Straight ankle, yeah, right? Yeah, foot or something. Foot or ankle, something like that. Yeah, okay. That's going to turn into <laughs> surgery. It's going to turn into surgery down the line. Surgery. But um, with the, with the thing, okay, see, the reason I said over because they still got they they still got some young talent on that team that plays hard. So they will catch teams lacking. Like, I'm not going to say Smoked they the Lakers twice last year. Oh, no. The, 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 the Nuggets, they beat the Nuggets twice last year. And they, they for some reason, they, <laughs> For some reason, they they the Nuggets don't match up well with them, but they beat the Nuggets twice because they play hard and they're they're tall, they're long. I mean, you got Josh Giddy, you got um that Jalen Williams kid is nice. I I, I, watch, I, I was love watching, I love I, I love Jalen Williams. I, I was watching the preseason game. That dude is nice, bro. Like, I love Jalen. Williams. He gonna be yeah, he's gonna be proud of him. Um, Jang 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 is still a project, but he he showed he, he he can play. Um, they got they got young talent on that team that um. That'll, that'll play and play hard. So I think they'll, they'll catch teams slipping. And then obviously, if Shea comes back, Shea, Shea's going to be really good. Shea, what, what's Shea? Shea has a like, sprained MCU. Yeah, he has a sprained MCU. So it's his knee. So, yeah. So yeah. Um, so he'll probably be back. He'll probably be back um, within a month. Um, but if he comes back, I mean, they'll, they'll catch teams like and Shea. Shea can, go, Shea can go for 30, 40 points a game, bro. So they'll catch teams like I don't think they'll, I, I think they'll be over 20 wins, bro, to be honest with you. Nah, realistically, they'll probably be. Able to. I mean, I'm like, look, look, they even have a guy like Trey Man. I mean, like Trey they, again. They have they have guys who are still trying to prove themselves. Like they mm-hmm. they're not like a desolate team. Like yes, they're young, they're gonna lose like guys, but they have guys who are young and trying to prove themselves, and they don't care about getting a draft pick. Like the management cares about getting a draft <laughs> yeah, pick. They don't care about getting a draft pick. That management's gonna make it very hard for them, hard hard for them not to get a draft pick. But also, OKC has so many picks over the next couple of years. Where it's like, bro, if you can't get 
some franchise guy with all the with all the draft picks you got, you mm-hmm. just can't draft. And, and OKC throughout the years has shown the ability to be able to find really good players. They, they consistently always find good players. Um, but again, this is this is this is this is another team to me where I just think you just want to see improvement from you guys. Like, like you said, Jalen Williams, you want to see what you have with him. Josh mm-hmm. Giddy, you want to see um what the next step for Josh Giddy looks like. Um, do we have any NBA comparisons for Josh Giddy? Is there anybody that you've seen in NBA history that you think Josh Giddy could like model uh his game after? Oh, I'm sure. Mm, well, how you feel about Andre Miller? I was literally thinking Andre Miller. All of us were thinking Andre. I was literally thinking Andre Miller. I was shout out, shout out, shout out. That was our guy. My mind was Andre. You know, you know, that was my guy. I'm a huge Andre Miller fan. I was literally the first person that I was thinking in my mind. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's the first. So, like, yo, like, dude, like, is can he be a guy like this? Darius Basie. What is Darius Basie like? Like does 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 um his progression um um uh um continue to grow? So for me, Lou Dort, who I think Dort, is one of the yeah. best defenders in the NBA, I think Lou Dort is one of the best on ball defenders in the league, in my bro, personal opinion. And, and, they, had to, and they had to they had to, they had to shut him down last year because he was playing too hard, bro. They shut him down last year because he played too hard. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, like, so like, like, nah, bro, what you doing? Sit down, you hurt. You're back hurt. You sit down. You're back hurt. Huge leap. Y'all remember in the bubble, that was literally letting him shoot. You do that shit now, he might torture us. Yeah, facts. Facts. Now, now, for real, for real. Offense from Lucas Dort's game. He got paid for it. He shot 38% from two last year. Yeah, he's crazy. 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 He could maybe one day get a max contract. He keeps the production he gets maybe one day somewhere in around the 150 range. He's at 80 million now. He can really upgrade from that. He, if he keeps working on his game and bringing what he brings, um, as valuable as what he does is, he could for sure one day get a 150 at least uh, contract one day. Yeah, so I think, I mean, obviously they're going to be bad. I'm not cutting on the Thunder game this season. I probably will not watch it. The only, reason, <laughs> the only, the only way I might watch them is because Jalen Williams is on my, is, is on my <laughs> fantasy team. Um, because I'm, I'm, I, I'm actually intrigued by that guy. That guy, I, yes, I was watching. Um, his the thing that intrigues me about him is that he didn't go to a big time school. I always like prospects who didn't go to big time school mm-hmm. because I feel like they know what it's like to be the guy from like day one. Like, I obviously, watched, go I ahead. Watched a lot of, I watched a lot of his film because he was in he was in that the Nuggets range. Nug- in the Nuggets, in, the, yeah, yeah, in the beginning the of the season, he was in Nuggets range, and then he just kept getting like his stock kept rising and rising. I'm like, damn, they know about this kid. Closer <laughs> to like, yeah, because like no, because even like two weeks before the draft, he was in Nuggets range, mm-hmm. and then like close to the draft time, it'd be like he might be in the lottery. Yeah. Cole Art, what's <laughs> up, bro? I see you. We can uh see you. I know the Mike Conley on the um Bulls thing. Uh, I feel you. <laughs> I, I don't think that's gonna make the Bulls. Uh, yeah, I, don't think, I don't know, Mike. Do. Sure, I, Mike Conley the Bulls, great. Yeah, facts. Shout out to you, bro. Appreciate you. Uh, but yeah, no, like, so yeah, Jalen. That that might be the only reason I watch a game this year. So just see what Jalen Williams is and um, see how he can be. And you know, that might be the only reason I watch the game. But yeah, I think maybe like fifteen to twenty-two wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna be terrible. But again, another one. This is low key a terrible division, by the way. Actually, this is not the great. This is not that good of a division. Yeah, we, um, it, it used to be good. It, it used to be good. Playoff, 
It used to be good when, we, when it was um the KD Thunder. That's the last time it was like really really good though. KD Thunder, we, Portland was so all right. Denver was good, so it was just like that was that was that was the last time. <laughs> um, last but not least of this division, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves, which I think are one of the most intriguing teams in the NBA right now. Obviously, they added. Uh, I think three or four time defense player of the year, Rudy um, Gobert. I think one of the main issues that they had was interior defense. They ain't right. gonna have an interior defense issue no more this year. Nope, not at all. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Edwards is coming into his third year. Uh, we expect him to take a leap. Uh, Cat has said, did he say he won the best offensive players of all time? Yeah, he did say that. Cat has said he won the best offensive players of all time. Yeah, he, he said everybody. He said everybody disrespected him. He said he's one of the best offensive players of all time. Boy. <laughs> Hey man, let's see. Hey, 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 man, let's see if he got some shit to show us. I have no idea. So, Cat say he one of the best offensive players of all time. Let's see if you know he come out here. I don't know turning a Dirk and whiskey. Um, you know they Dirk and whiskey. They uh, still have uh, I it to me it sucks that they had to give up Jared Vanderbilt, but they still have Jalen McDaniels. Um, mm -hmm. uh, they have. I didn't actually didn't even I didn't know Austin Rivers was, was on the team until recently, but they have Austin Rivers, they have just you have Nas Reed, they have uh Jalen um Norrell, uh so they have Brent Forbes now. Mm -hmm. Uh D Lo obviously is still there. What do we think about this Minnesota Timberwolves team? How far do we think they can go? How many wins do you think they will pick up? And um what who do you think is the most important player for this team? Joe, you go first. Cool. I'll go first. Uh, just to pretty much back up what you said, Pavi, about how they had interior defensive issues last year. That is very true. Uh, last year, the Wolves ranked 29th in defensive rebounding. Uh, they were bottom 10 in rim field goal um, percentage attempts. Uh, and they were also uh, 29th in free throw rate. Uh, they bring in Rudy Gobert. That pretty much offsets all of those three things. And they become a, pretty much the opposite of like 29th, probably top 10. Also, Minnesota... Um, like you said, Cat coming to his third year, and I think the Rudy also um, that was Rudy Gobert going to do that on defense. I think on offense, he pushes Cat right to where he wants to be. Cat sure. shoots the hell out of the ball, and he shoots about eight threes a game. That pushes him right where he needs to be on the three point line. You get uh, wings. You got Anthony Edwards on the wings. I think this year also we'll see what D'Angelo Russell is about this year. Um, it's like contract year for him. I think a lot of times last year he would kind of he would be could come through in the clutch sometimes and he do his little ice in the bank celebration. But when that wasn't happening, we also saw him get bent sometimes for. Um, was it was it the guard? What's his name? Uh, Jordan Laughlin. Yeah, he get bitched sometimes in the clutch because he wouldn't. He's not making the right plays. He's not staying in front of his man. He's throwing the ball away. He's shooting stupid thirty footers, doing things like that. We'll see if he can come. His playmaking. They're gonna rely on his playmaking a lot this year. He's one of the main guys on that team who can distribute the ball. We'll see what he can do if he can get Gobert the ball in the right places. He can get um because like you said, you have to always constantly complain about how Utah couldn't get. Uh, go bear the ball at all, even when he was wide open at times, or even when he had, yeah, yeah, he had his man uh, sealed off. They still didn't give him the ball. D'Angelo Russell has to make it a point for him, not really to score the basketball, but to make sure Cat Edwards and Gobert can get the looks that they need to keep the offense going because they have the talent to be one of the better offensive teams and one of the better defensive teams, unlike the Jazz where Rudy Gobert is coming from. So it's going to rely on um, those guys. How, how good will Anthony Edwards be this year? Uh, does Jalen McDaniel take a, a leap next season, kind of fill in the role that, Jander, uh, that Jared Vanderbilt had for them last year, which is pretty, I think like we all agree, he's a pretty big hole. He's a heck of a young player, only 23, but he's all over the place. Uh, we'll see what these wings can do. Uh, they picked up Kyle Anderson, um, obviously yep. a guy who played in some big games for uh, Slow Mo out of UCLA. Um, played, huge, played huge for the um, for the Grizzlies. We'll see what he can do. Uh, he can come in and um, take some play, maybe take some play, make do these offers. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, when uh, he's not in the game, they still have Nas Reed, a hell of a backup. 
Uh, I've seen him. I'll never uh, forgive him for making me lose my fantasy matchup when he played the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> he was all crazy. <laughs> never forgive him. <laughs> they do still have Nas Reed, uh, but you see, I've, what we're seeing is a really, really solid roster. I think they should have very uh, high expectations. They filled pretty much all the holes. Like, Gobert fills everything that they were missing last year. Uh, we'll see. Uh, they picked up uh, your guy, that's uh, PJ Dozier. I'm not sure how much he'll be in the rotation. Uh, I, I, was guy. So, I was so pissed off, bro. But <laughs> that's another guy who come in and take some pressure off D'Angelo Russell because it will. Like, uh, he's going to be a lot of pressure on him. I think he's going to be one of the main guys. I think you can. Um, he's because the play going to start with him. He can get guys in the right place, and he can get uh, guys looks in, in rhythm. And he isn't hoisting up shots uh, deep, and he isn't uh, out there playing numb nut basketball like Thomas QPJ like to say. This team could be really, really, really good uh, if he can earn his next contract and not play for himself. Also picked up Eric Pascal, kind of uh, go forward, going towards the rim. He can finish at the rim. And he can make plays for himself. He doesn't really need anybody to create for him. He's a great heck of a slasher, can knock down the mid-range. And just a good young prospect that we saw um, a lot when he was on the floor for the Warriors. Um, I would Like you said, Austin Rivers, a veteran guard. He can also take more pressure off the end by Russell. If he starts tweaking, he can come in and get you eight points, knock down a three, make the right plays, finish at the rim, do a couple of things for you in that way. But uh, we should see this team should have at least two all stars next year, maybe three if everything goes right. I think um, pretty much I say Towns is locked for all star game, and then either between Edwards or Gobert, whoever can amaze, uh, whoever can impact the game more, would probably take the all star slot out of those. But if everything goes right and they are top two, top three, they can have three all stars. So this team is not a team you want to sleep on at all, NBA fans. They put them into your league fast. I'm really intrigued to see how this all works out. Uh, the Gobert trade, top three, top two move of the uh, entire offseason. I had a lot of people talking. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how this works out. Also, stemmed the 2K season and the Timberwolves somehow won the championship. They also picked up Brian Forbes, uh, the shooter from the sniper from the, uh, the Spurs. But, yeah, this is an interesting team. Uh, we, uh, one team I'll definitely be tuning in to see how this all plays out. But yeah, shout out to the Timberwolves. Uh, they should be um, neck and neck with the Nuggets for best team in this division. Those two teams are playoff locks. Everybody else is very iffy. I say they get about, uh, I say them for them, 50 to 55 wins, top six, top five seed if everything goes as it should. And um, a lot of good basketball from this team because they uh, they should be, I expect them to be a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense. If Gobert comes in, the bitch, Gobert, and Gensler Russell is not tweaking on offense. He's getting everybody involved, making everybody shots in rhythm. Yeah, that's it. Gotcha. Um, I think the most important player for me, in my opinion, on that Timberwolves roster is going to be Anthony Edwards for me. Um, remember, I don't know if you guys remember you guys when, when he was doing that playoff series against the Grizzlies. He, he took it up a notch. He, he he took it up a notch. If, if if you get that Anthony Edwards, even even better. If you get if you get that Anthony Edwards, this Timberwolves team is going is going is going to be good. Um, I watched a lot of Timberwolves games last season, so um, they they when they their starting five had had Vanderbilt at the five, and they and Cat was pretty much. The four on that team, so they pretty much did this. They pretty much is gonna have the same system and same everything, but you're, you're replacing Vanderbilt with um, Gobert instead of having Vanderbilt because Cat was guarding fours last year and fours were guarding Cat last year. Um, and then Vanderbilt was guarding fives and he was that interior presence for the Timberwolves, but now you add Gobert that improves the interior defense tremendously. Um, and obviously, you, you got you get you they picked up Kyle Anderson, um, that was a great pickup for them. Um, um, they're one of the biggest players that, that they made. Who was that? Gobert Trevor was also the GM. They got Tim Conley from us, so <laughs> the GM, and oh, okay. and he was the one that pulled out that trade. So with <laughs> with Gobert, he he got he, he got hired on it, and next week he pulled he pulled out the Gobert trade. So um, he's he's one of the best GMs. So he 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 has vision, and I think I think that um they're gonna be a tough out for a playoff team. I think they'll be getting ready, but they're gonna be a tough out in, in the playoffs. 
And some people argue they should have won against the Grizzlies. They were up. They should have won against. They lost. They were leading the same game. That should never happen. They were. They were. games. They were up double digits that they lost. So, and they they did they did a good job of defending job. They did a good job. So they're gonna be a playoff matchup nightmare for for teams. I think they'll they'll match up um well with some teams. Um, I um I I have a a top four team, top four seed in in the NBA next in in the Western Conference season. Yeah, same. I think they'll be a top four team in the West. Um, I think it's a very interesting team. Like, I think they could get to the conference finals, depending on matchup. Uh, I think they could lose. <laughs> it's just like depending for me who mm-hmm. they play. Um, and also, what is Anthony Edwards? Like, what are you? Like, again, like I thought, like again, like, like I thought when he got drafted, I said that he was Isaiah Ryder gone right. You said wait, Isaiah Ryder. Isaiah Ryder gone right. You don't know who Isaiah Ryder. <laughs> Hold on, no, brother. Don't do that. Isaiah Ryder could ball. He just had other troubles off the court that led him to whatever. But I said he was Isaiah Ryder going right. Um, but is he a superstar or is he just like a really good player? Is he just like, you know, a guy who's going to come in there and get you 25, 26 points um, and he's a scorer? Or like, is he literally a superstar? So what is he? Like, I still don't know what Anthony mm-hmm. is. Same with, I don't know what Caddy is either. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what Caddy I don't know. What, I don't like the, the only person who you know I know. The only person who I know what they are is Rudy Gobert. I know that Rudy Gobert is a dominant defender, but it's but and also one of the things that that, that I thought I had to um that that concerned me about Cat was I didn't know if you could build a team around Cat because I didn't think Cat did anything dominantly enough. Yeah, that that's probably he, he's probably the best center. He can score, but is he dominant from there though? Can't finish up the rim. I mean, Dom, I said no, I use the word dominant from the from the three point line. Yes, for the dominant. Big, is he for, dominant? Is he a top five, top ten shooter in the league based on numbers? And that's a, and then in today's NBA, that's like goals. one thing. That's one like, thing about he, he did have what he did he have like a sixty point game last season. Pretty sure he did. Yeah, that was that was that was that was that was point five last season. But Cat didn't have a sixty point game. I mean, a lot of guys. Hey, people get hot. It is what it is. It happens. We didn't see Andre Miller had a fifty point game. Andre Miller did have fifty point game. Hey, Andre Miller's nice though. I think I think Mo Williams holds the Timberwolves all time scoring record. I actually know Cat might have broke it, but I think Mo Williams. Old Williams and Corey Brewer held held the Timberwolves um, all time scoring <laughs> record before uh, Cat broke it. But no, I think this is a very very interesting and a very um, um, intriguing roster. But I love the trade. Uh, I love I love them just going for it. Mm-hmm. Like you think about Minnesota. Like I, I remember do. growing up, Minnesota was always. I mean, obviously they had Kevin Garnett, and they were like they 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 were they they could never out outside of that one year when they went to Carolina. They could yeah, outside that one year. Yeah. But they were still at least a good basketball team that mm-hmm. made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, they made the playoffs, I think, last time in 05. It didn't make it back until 2018. Yeah. So I think for the Timberwolves, success is defined by continuous playoff runs. Like, as long as you can make the playoffs every year and just build a culture of winning basketball in Minnesota, I think that you have been successful. I think Rudy, I think getting Rudy Gobert and putting him with this team, and granted, you might say his contract, whatever, but it's still a young team. Like, even when he's doing this, these other guys will still be doing this. You think that if he gets older, he could at least be Mutombo. I mean, Mutombo, when he was older, he's, I mean, he won defense play the year 2001 and he was like 34 years old. Then he went. I was about to ask you that. I was like, how do you feel about the, the timeline with him? Because Edwards is 22 and Gobert is what? 31, 32? I think, I, I think he's like 30 right now. Um, 
Yeah, I think he's like yeah. So I was like, the timeline with Anthony Edwards and Gobert don't really match up. Yeah, um, Gobert is thirty years old. He just turned thirty, but I think it does. I mean, obviously, like Anthony Edwards, he has about five more years before he could probably leave. Because you got to think, you got to think five more years. Rudy Gobert on his deal, he has how many years left is on his deal? I think four, his three or four. Deal, his deal, yeah. Four, after this year, it's three years left. He, and, he, and he has a player option for 46 million and 2325. He'll be basically 33 years old. I think that Rudy Gobert can get you at least three seasons of great rim protection. If Brooke Lopez, obviously Brooke Lopez can also shoot the three, but mm-hmm. Brooke Lopez still offers really good rim protection. If Brooke Lopez can offer really good rim protection at his age, I think Rudy Gobert can still offer rim, good rim protection, barring injury at, you know, 33 years old. And also with Anthony Edwards, he can defend. It's not yeah, like he he's defend. not a defender. He, 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 he can guard he, people. He can defend. Tim, when he first came out, Tim, Tim was Tim was uh, his, uh, his second season. His second season, um, Timberwolves fans were saying that uh, he didn't get better from the previous year. But I was like, he did get better because he can defend. Now. He was he didn't show he didn't show this he didn't show this last year. Like obviously his points stayed the same, but it, defending he got better at defending. He got better at awareness. So he does get he better here. <laughs> so now you put Rudy on a team where you know Jaden McDaniels can guard. Um, you have other guys. I mean, even like D'Lo was good with team. De- uh, was good with team defense last year. Like, granted, he wasn't. You know, obviously, he's not gonna stop nobody one on one. But at least it seemed like he had some uh, idea of where he should be on the court. So you put him with these guys. Who and again, last year, like Rudy, like I said, Rudy was winning defensive player of the year every single year. You didn't have a single other person on the team who came close to making the all-defensive team. Do mm-hmm. you know how bad of a defenders? Their whole literal scheme was shade them to Rudy. Fuck it, Rudy back there. That's <laughs> their whole defensive scheme. Yeah, At man. least you have people now who will take some pride in what they're doing before you get to me. So I think Rudy might even have a better defensive season last year than what he even had so many years in Utah. I was I agree I agree with that. Because you got Jaden McDaniels, who's going who's gonna to guard the best player. And then, like you said, at the Everton guard, um, because then, now you have people who get legit offers. Yeah. Before, like at least, like, like, G, like again, even people talk about Rudy gets played off the four. No, he's getting broken down every time. Then you mm-hmm. want me to help and get back to the corner, bro? I be like, G, I can't do everything, dog. <laughs> yeah, I physically, I'm like, again, I'm still seven two. I can't, like, I can't go here, help you, then run out to the corner. At the very least, you got people who can offer some resistance to others um, than what you had in. Um, you saw the previous year. So I think that this team is just very, very interesting. I think that I still worry about them playing fucking stupid because that Grizzlies Timberwolves series mm-hmm. was some of the dumbest fucking basketball I have it, ever seen. It was like watching the NCAA tournament, bro. I was and that was like two weeks before, and I was like, it was like watching that, bro, to be honest with you. But I was more entertaining, <laughs> but it was like watching that, I'm like. Why are you, what are you guys doing? Patrick Beverly was doing ISOs. <laughs> he was doing ISOs. Gee, they have, yeah, they, yes, they have Pat Beverly ISOs at the end of games. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> so, my actual, my, my actual, one of my concerns for this basketball team is playmaking. I actually have, when I look at this team, like who said, is the point? He got to really when, come to I don't know. has to be there. I don't know if D'Lo is the point guard for this team. Who the hell? Who the, who the point guard then? Oh, you talking, talking about? I don't know if they have a. I don't know if this. Okay. Team but they, has a, Tim Conley was looking to move. He was looking to move D'Lo. So I, I don't know. I don't know if D'Lo. I mean, do you think D'Lo? They I might like, uh, I like a trade deadline item. I think D'Lo is expendable. I mean, let me look at his. Uh, cause, 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 cause he, 
Because he was looking, they were looking to trade him in offense. They got to find another guard to replace him. Mm-hmm. They were looking to trade him. Deal. This is the last year of D'Angelo Russell's deal. So when you look at D'Angelo Russell, yeah, he's getting thirty-one million dollars, but this is a, this is a um, expiring deal. So and I, I just, I, I just, yeah, I just worry about D'Lo's. Is he the point guard that this team needs? Because I also think for him to take, for Anthony Edwards and for some of the other guys to take a step up, he might have to take a step back. And D'Lo was part of the corporate last year too, because he he wasn't when in the country, he wasn't getting them in steps or nothing when he had the ball. He wasn't doing none of that. He wasn't. Bro, he they he lost two twenty point leads. He he wasn't he wasn't leading. He wasn't doing. He wasn't directing. He wasn't doing none of that. So he had, he, he, he was he was a corporate. had Pat Bev running point guard. Damn them mm-hmm. wouldn't deal with them point guard last year. So technically, mm-hmm. they traded their point guard. Technically, yeah. they traded their point guard. Technically, D'Lo wasn't really like. Actually, let me look at his actual. Where was he actually excited to play on the court? His he he was literally losing minutes to Jordan McLaughlin, like I mentioned earlier. Like he yeah. was not. He only, like, he only had one or two good games, bro. Over the past it. couple of years, okay, 2020, 2021, it's estimated he played 51% of his possessions at point guard, 49% at shooting guard. Last year, it's estimated he played 55% of his possessions at point guard, 45% of his possessions at shooting guard. He has a tendency to hijack the offense sometimes. So That's it's not so point point being is like he's not your I don't know if he's your full-time point guard. And if he's not your full-time point guard, who is? It'll be tough to win in the playoffs if he's he's gonna be there. I don't player. know if there's really a point guard on the market you could just replace him with that's going to no. come out and play make for you. I'm not sure how to go about this. I'm, like for instance, one of the reasons why 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 I think the Grizzlies can win without John Morant is because Tyus Jones is one of the best backup point guards yeah, in the exactly. NBA. He has one exactly. of the best sits on Reginald. Like, is he going to win him, you a him, game? Him, him and Monte Morris. Him and Monte Morris. That's fair. Like, <laughs> is he going to win you a game? Probably not. But he's not going to lose a game for you either. The main thing you want from a backup point guard is a guy to come in the game. And if I gave you an eight-point lead when my starter come back in, please, mm-hmm. let us, please let it still be eight or let it have only went down to six. Don't let me get my starter back in the game and we down four. <laughs> and, one, one, thing, one thing about this year, too um, – since you got the Victor sweepstakes, I think teams are going to be selling guys early too. So I, I think I, I think I think you'll be able to get maybe someone cheaper than what you would probably get normally. Um, for for the Timberwolves, you can get like you can get a you can get a four general, or you can get a leader, or you can get a point guard, whoever it is you need. You might be able to get that early, like not not even the trade like maybe Decemberish. Get that early, um, and and kind of compete that way. So yeah, that's my that's fair. That's my only um. That's my one concern for the Timberwolves is is because again, like they they some of the basketball they played in that that was some of the worst basketball I've ever seen played in pivotal moments. How do you lose two 20-point leads in one game? You know how hard that is to do? <laughs> you know how hard that is to do? So again, that's my that's that's my only worry with the uh Timberwolves, but we can leave it at that. That has been our um South, well not South, Northwest Division preview. Um, I want to thank all y'all for watching another episode of Hoops and Brews. Batch, thank you for coming on, my yeah, brother. Thank you guys for having me. It was fun, man. That was, that was of fun. course, man. Um, best of wishes to your Denver Nuggets this season. I hope we get to see uh, uh, a healthy Nuggets squad, and I hope they go as far as they possibly can. Hey, I'm hoping for that too, but we got expectations. So this is this is the year. <laughs> my dog, my dog. Look me real quick. You two need to really meet in real life because y'all got a lot in common. I'm not going to hold huh? you.
You said what? Uh, y'all got to meet in real life. Next time you in the city, batch. I'm Next a, time you in the city, let me know. We like it. I'm making sure. I, 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 I see y'all was lit last weekend, man. I was like, damn. I gotta meet. Y'all gotta meet. We did a little. We did a little. Not too much. <laughs> not too much. <laughs> Just a little. Not too much. Not too much. Just a little. Just a little. But all right, man. Thank you for coming, on, brother. All right, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be easy, man. Oh shit, wrong. <laughs> Joe, man, get your uh, Joe, man, get your uh, plug in, my brother. Oh, it was good. Thank y'all for tuning in. Give me on Twitter at the Joe's with two S's on Instagram, Joe R. Wilson. Uh, we out. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Northwest Division preview was very fun with my dog, uh, my dogs, uh, Bachir and Pavy. Shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. My G. And as always, man, follow me on Twitter at Pavy Word, P A V Y Word, all one word. Like I said, I got a new record dropping tonight, tonight in two hours called Everything to Me. Uh, make sure y'all look out for that. And uh, yeah, we got Mo and Mo and Mo and Mo and Mo stuff on the way. So shout out to all y'all for uh, rocking with us. And uh, until next time, it's been Hoops and Brews.